welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, and I'm here to read you guys an exciting, wonderful, fabulous, adventure-packed story every single week. And if you can think of any more descriptive words for these stories, let me know. And you know what's so great about these stories is you guys could be the hero. Just let me know your suggestion for a story in your Apple review and you could be featured. If you would like any of our super cool merch, including t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and so much more, you can find our very own merch store through our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com and we will put a 15% off discount code in the show notes. You can also find us on Instagram. So follow us there and tag us in your artwork of your favorite stories. We can't wait to see them and we will post them on our feed. Before we get into this episode's story, here's a word from our sponsors. So today's shout out goes to three sisters and their names are Adeline, Penelope, and their baby sister Florence. And they would love a story where they are princesses that live in a castle. So let's take a look at what exciting adventure Simon has cooked up this week. Enjoy girls and everyone else too. Here we go. Once upon a time, there were three princesses. There was Princess Adeline, who was very nearly five years old. Then there was Princess Penelope, who was very nearly three years old. And finally, there was Princess Florence, their baby sister. The three princesses lived in an extremely old but very beautiful castle. It was so large that many parts of the castle were never even used. And there were even some parts that were falling down. The king and queen didn't want the princesses to get lost or stumble upon a dangerous part of the castle. And so they decided to do something about it. The corridors of the castle were covered by long carpets that ran down their centers. All these carpets were royal purple and emblazoned with tiny golden crowns. The king and queen instructed the staff of the castle to pull up any carpet from the parts of the castle that were closed off or too damaged to go into, and to make sure that the new carpet was laid in any corridor in the main castle that didn't have it. Now listen to me, children, said their mother, the queen. Your dad and I have made a simple rule to show you where you can and cannot go in the castle. You can go down any corridor where there is royal carpet and into any room that the royal carpet runs to. And nowhere else, do you promise? The three princesses nodded. All right, very well. Off you go and play, said the queen. So the three princesses went to play in the castle. Over the next few days, they followed the purple carpet to many corridors that they had never been down before and discovered many new rooms. There had been a room full of paintings of fish, 
another where a little old lady worked making beautiful clocks, and another that was lined with mirrors. It seemed that every day the purple carpet led them to somewhere new. Then, one day, they were following the carpet along a corridor lined with suits of armor. As they reached the final suit, the carpet simply stopped, and yet the corridor carried on. Is that the end? asked Princess Penelope. Yes, the carpet doesn't seem to go any further, answered Princess Adeline, although the corridor keeps on going. Do you think that we could look a little further? asked Princess Penelope, her foot hovering over the end of the carpet. Oh no, we mustn't, said Princess Adeline sternly. We did promise. Goodness, wherever is Florence? said Penelope in surprise. She's disappeared. The two remaining sisters looked around, peering around the suits of armor and generally scratching their heads in disbelief. Wait, said Princess Adeline. I think I can hear her laughing. They followed the joyful sound to the corridor stone wall and discovered a narrow gap in the stonework. I think she's through here. Princess Adeline peered through the gap and cautiously spotted royal purple carpet on the other side. Wherever Princess Florence had gone, she hadn't broken her promise. It was a tiny squeeze, but Princess Penelope and Princess Adeline managed to fit through. They were in a very dusty corridor, and by the looks of the carpet, it was very old. The girls didn't know it, but this part of the castle had long ago been blocked off, and so the staff hadn't been able to get in here and remove the old carpet as the queen and king had asked. But what was particularly curious was that there were no signs of Princess Florence. Which way? asked Princess Penelope. Left or right? Princess Adeline listened carefully. Mm, right, I think. They followed the purple carpet to a large hallway with a wide curving staircase that climbed upwards to where they were sure they could hear the giggles of their sister. Up and up the stairs they climbed until the carpet eventually finished at a heavy oak door. When the princesses opened it, the last thing they were expecting to see were the three boys bouncing on a giant bed with their little sister. As soon as the boys spotted the girls, they flopped onto the bed in surprise. Hello, said Princess Adeline with authority. Who, may I ask, are you? The eldest boy, who was barely older than she was, hopped off the bed and bowed before her. I am Prince Timothy, said the boy, and these are my younger brothers, Prince Ryan and Prince Jack. Princess Penelope looked at the three brothers up and down. Are you sure you're all princes, she said. You're all a bit scruffy. And they were, too. Their clothes were patched and tatty, mismatched and a little grubby. Prince Timothy held his head high. We are indeed, 
We discovered this unwanted part of the castle and we have made it our home. And because we live in a castle, we must therefore be princes. You live here all alone? said Princess Adeline. The three princes nodded. Come, let us show you, said Prince Ryan, taking Princess Penelope's hand. They took the princesses back down the staircase and along the purple carpet to a courtyard garden. Here the boys were growing vegetables and keeping chickens. There was even a plump pig and a shaggy goat. We've got everything we need here, said Prince Timothy. You could stay with us if you like. Oh no, said Princess Adeline. Our dad the king and our mum the queen wouldn't like that. You're real princesses, gasped Prince Ryan. So, really, this is your castle? Prince Timothy sat down heavily on an upturned bucket. I suppose that means we can't stay any longer. Oh, we'll have to stop being princes and go and find somewhere else to live, he sighed. The three boys suddenly looked very glum. Perhaps, said Princess Penelope. Or perhaps not, said Princess Adeline. Nobody uses this part of the castle. In fact, we're beginning to think everyone has forgotten all about it. You've made a lovely home here for the three of you, so it would be foolish if you were to leave. Really? said Prince Timothy, standing up. Does that mean that we can carry on being princes? asked Prince Ryan. I think so, said Princess Adeline. But only if we can come and visit, added Princess Penelope. Agreed, said Prince Timothy with a beaming smile. For the next few hours, Princess Adeline helped Prince Timothy water the vegetables. Princess Penelope assisted Prince Ryan in feeding the pig and the goat. And Princess Florence and Prince Jack collected eggs that the chickens had laid. When it was time to return to their part of the castle, the three princes walked with the sisters back to the gap in the wall and watched them climb through. Will you come back tomorrow? asked Prince Timothy. Oh, yes, said Princess Penelope. And the next day, too. And the next day, said Princess Adeline. And so the three princesses and the three princes became firm friends. And although the sisters kept the three brothers a secret, they never did break their promise about the purple carpet. The End